Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And Jonah, today our special guests are Louise Cortuccio and our friend and fellow Rotarian Roger Risco discussing Roger's favorite topic, Elder Act for Seniors. Welcome, welcome to... I thought Roger's favorite topic was Radio Rotary because he's on a Radio (laughs) Rotary team as well. But good morning, Louise. Good morning. And And welcome to the Hudson Valley Talk Radio studios here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, Elder Act. Elder Act. Now, uh, people may know from listening to the show on a regular basis, we have Interact, which is a club uh, of high school Rotarians. We have Rotaract, which is a club for college Rotarians. What, folks, is Elder Act? We'd like to complete the circle with Elder Act. It's a program uh, designed for our seniors who are living in assisted livings, nursing homes, senior housing, and they're able to carry on the motto of service above self with their motto of giving and giving again. So this is really, Roger, a rotary club uh, for seniors who are in some kind of assisted uh, living uh, scenario. Is that right? That's correct. But still obviously very vital and interested community members. Right, right. Because we do have senior citizens like myself who are members of, uh, for want of a better description, your regular Rotary Club. Right. Yeah. The traditional, the more traditional clubs. So how did this come to be, Roger? Well, the lady to my right, uh, the radio audience who can't see, but Louise has uh, been very kind to bring her son, president of the BOCES, Dutchess County BOCES Interact Club, about four years ago up to a district conference. And at that conference, she sat as a parent, listened to all the Rotarians, because at that time she was not a Rotarian, talk about all the projects and programs that Rotary has. And she said, can I ask a question as a parent? And we certainly said yes. And she said, what are you doing for seniors? And out of my head popped the word Elder Act. I don't know where it came from. I don't know who to blame, but I'm glad it did. <laughs> well, I know where it came from. you're kind of a savant because you are an ideas guy. The, right. Our listeners who are Roger, familiar with Roger. Roger is loaded with ideas. 99.99% of them are great ideas. And even the 100th and 1% that's not a great idea are still very good ideas. Roger is a phenomenal person for, for making suggestions. He is. And, He's a visionary. And also for mo- moving those suggestions along to success. But you know, Louise, your question, what about seniors, is how Rotary got started because uh, there was an uh, attorney by the name of Paul Harris in 1905 who was new to Chicago. He was in a, he was just starting his law practice, and as Roger knows, because he's steeped was he in, really an attorney? Yes, I thought he was a business person. Well, attorneys can be business well, people. I'm just you know. asking because I know you like to stack the deck with attorneys. Yes, I'll I'm tell you one thing: he wasn't. He was not you. a banker. But anyway, okay. Roger. <laughs> Too bad. Sarah's for day him. job. Sarah's day job. She's a banker. Five of them altogether. Yeah, but you know, he, he but, first yes, they, you know, he wanted to get to know people. Five men, gentlemen, that got together and they started. You know, founded Roger. Roger, as Roger knows, is a steeped in Rotary history. Paul Harris wanted to get together and meet some people and, and exchange business with people, and. The idea, just like you said, Louise, an idea popped in his head, and the question was, well, why don't I just have him for lunch? Mm -hmm. And from those five original lunch mates. Founding members. Now we have how many members? you know, Roger? Grand total? Yeah. Got Uh, me on that one. Uh, 1.2 million. I I, I was going to say, I bet our producer, Betty Renner, knows. (laughs) 
So getting back to Louise. All right. So you've asked the question. What about the seniors? What happened next? We took the idea back to our local Wappinger Rotary. We presented the idea to them. They agreed to sponsor us and work with us. Um, One of the things they provided was a beautiful bell for our residents to ring when they start their Elder Act meetings. Right. Every Rotary meeting starts with a bell. Yes, and so do the Elder Act meetings now, and it's, it's an important part of the program. So we are linked to the local Rotary at this point. That's terrific. And, and Roger, I was yeah, remiss. I just want to backtrack a little bit here. I did not realize, and I apologize, um, Louise, but you are also a Rotarian. You are now a member of the Wappinger Falls Rotary Club. Is that correct? That is correct. But when you were involved in the in founding or starting this wonderful idea, vision of uh, the two of you, you and Roger Risco cooked up, were you then a member of Rotary? I am a were you, no, I what was come not, first, the chicken or the egg here, um, I'm asking? First the idea, and then uh-huh. I joined the Wappinger Rotary. I knew very little about Rotary at the time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's been well, quite this must, a Well, that must have helped you move the Elder Act program along. Yes, because the Elder Act program matched the Rotary principles of giving and giving again. Uh-huh. Just because something's occurred and you're living in different circumstances doesn't mean you can't give back Absolutely. to the community. So well, Elder Act allows that to I happen. I don't think we can make that point too um, too much, is that oftentimes people living in assisted facilities are still very vital people. They they still have a lot of energy, a lot of initiative, and, and they're very important to our greater community. So this allows them that opportunity to continue. And Louise, as a member of the Wappinger Falls Club and sponsoring this Elder Act initiative, what type of um, support did you need to give the group? What, how, how does it work? Do you, do you give them an outline, their bylaws? Do you help them show them this is how you run a meeting? I mean, what goes on? What happened? How'd you get people interested in it and to take over the responsibilities at we presented the interest of working with the community, and we emphasized to the Rotary Group how important it was to continue to do service projects. So we established bylaws, a constitution. We present all of our activities to our local Rotary, and they provide support. They do a beautiful Christmas program with the residents every year also. So there was already a connection there. With the with, was there did, was there a connection no, there, there between the two groups, or the Christmas program evolved out of the relationship? Yeah, the Christmas program okay. evolved out of it as a nice thought for what the Rotary can do to come also into the facility and gotcha. interact with the residents also. Okay, so it's a nice. And how link. long has this been going on, Roger? Well, we're in our fourth year, and um, I would say we've had district governors prior uh, district governors come uh, for the inauguration for the yes. installation. And they came from all over to uh, witness this, and they they actually thought it was great for them to be a part of the ceremony. And that day was just a memorable day in everybody's mind. Now, Roger Risco, my question is, uh, as we all know, the motto of Rotary is service above self. And our Rotarians on the high school level and Interact and the college level, Rotaract, and our uh, regular Rotarians at the local community clubs get involved in a lot of service projects, not only locally but around the world. Uh, what kind of service projects can uh, we uh, look forward to from Elder Act clubs? Well, I'll let Louise take that one, but I, I remember that the Interact Club of Ketchum High School in Wappinger's District came to the center and they recorded a DVD 
they made 400 cocoa cones for the troops. And they what sang- kind of cones? Cocoa cones. What is that? It's a funnel that's clear plastic, and you tie a ribbon around it. You fill it with marshmallows and cocoa powder, and you package it for shipment. And the, the troops were able to add and hot they, water, get oh, two wow, cups. what a of, great idea. You know, for the holidays. Terrific. And we sang and, and recorded a DVD. Isn't that sweet? Uh, called Semper Fi, which was thanking the troops. Which, of course, is the Marine um, uh, Forever right. Loyal. Is that right? Always faithful. Oh, always faithful. Thank you. Well, right. same idea. <laughs> Almost. So that was our first project, right, Louise? That was our first project. After we completed it, one of our residents, Kevin, said to me, Louise, from now on, I'm drinking tea. So we had hot chocolate <laughs> all over the place. It was very rewarding for them, and it was one of our bigger projects. We've continued to do projects on a monthly basis for many organizations in the community. Can you give us some examples? Certainly. We've prepared um, gift baskets for the battered women's shelter. We took a ride over to the animal shelter. We had made some dog biscuits, and the residents felt real good about helping out the local shelter with those things. Um, We've created school packages for local nursery schools for back to school. The ideas for these projects come from the residents who have their own interests that they've enjoyed throughout their life. So they've had their suggestions, and they do work very hard, everyone contributing in the way that they can. So let's just remind our listeners quickly where this facility is. Elant, is Elant, is that the correct pronunciation? Yes, it's Elant. We have a facility in Wappinger Falls. That's where I've been the social worker there for 13 years. We also have Elant at Fishkill with a... um, um, Elder Act Club also, and they continue with monthly projects. No, what you're doing is terrific, Louise, because I know I've had several uh, elderly relatives in a, a variety of different assisted living from the standard nursing home that an uncle went to where, quite frankly, you visit there. It's very depressing. No one is doing anything to uh, assisted living where they've got a lot of activities and, and a lot of things to keep their minds stimulated and their bodies active. And I think it's great that Elder Act is doing just that. It's keeping folks active and engaged and living longer, better lives. You ought to be congratulated. Now, Roger Risco, uh, I know we have uh, an Elder Act club in the Elan facility that Luis spoke about. Where, are, where else are there Elder Act facilities? Well, in Dutchess County, we have Lutheran Care Center, and we're about to launch one at the Pines in Poughkeepsie. And I was a guest speaker out in uh, the Patterson area. They're considering it as well. And Florida, uh, it's expanding. Oh, is that right? It's expanding? You know, we'll find out more about that. Let's talk more about that in the next segment. Right. And we will. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host is the ever-young Sarah O'Connell. And our very special guests... Louise Quartuccio and Roger Risco were talking about Elder Act for Seniors. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington Poughkeepsie, Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Middletown, and Millbrook. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. This close. After immunizing more than 2 billion children, Rotary Club members are this close to wiping polio from the face of the earth. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to protect children against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. 
For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Juddelson, Giordano & Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Come to the Millbrook Literary Festival, a family event featuring authors and their books, Saturday, June 16th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Listen to panel discussions and readings and browse through books during the author signings throughout the day. Fun for all ages and all interests. For more information, contact Harper at 845-594-1286. That's 845-594-1286. That's the Millbrook Literary Festival, June 16th. See you there. Presented by the Millbrook Literary Festival Committee and the Millbrook Free Library. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Hi, I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I am your co-host of Radio Rotary. Welcome back to this edition. I'm joined by Jonah Treboiser. Hi, Jonah. Well, hi, Sarah. Oh, boy, he's not going to behave again. I always have to try and <laughs> contain know, excuse him. Me. I it's behave. a full-time job. Roger, I I'm behave. talk to me. Help uh, me This week. is uh, fun to watch you guys. <laughs> help host me, help us. me. No, no. See, see, folks at home, uh, what she doesn't understand is I now. behave every week. I don't say I behave well, but I behave. <laughs> okay, there's the disclaimer. Anyway, today, um, Jonah, we're talking to our special guests who are uh, fellow Rotarians. And dear friends. And friends. Lynn, um, I'm sorry, um, Louise uh, Cartuccio. Cartuccio, did I say that correctly? That's great. And um, Roger Risco. Lynn is the director of social work at Elon in Wappinger Falls. And um, Roger, you are with BOCES, Dutchess County BOCES. Dutchess County BOCES and the Poughkeepsie Arlington Rotary. And the Poughkeepsie Arlington Rotary Club. You know, let's find out a little bit about these folks. A little bit about them? What do you want to know? Well, for example, Roger, who, by the way, is very youthful folks at home. You wouldn't believe this. But how long have you been teaching? He loves rock music. Well, I'm only in my 44th year, but I'm, I'm year working teacher. towards 50. That's right. God bless you. That's terrific. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a real giving individual. It's a calling for and, him. And um, w- tell us a little bit about Elon. What exactly is that, uh, Louise? We're a skilled nursing facility and rehab center located in Wappinger Falls. We're 62 beds. Um, Elon at Fishkill, same skilled nursing and rehab center right here in Beacon. You know, there's different levels of 
nursing homes. They're, you know, the, the, the idea of a nursing home is just mm-hmm. a warehouse for people mm-hmm. who don't talk and just sort of slump over in the wheelchair mm-hmm. is, is passe. It's old-fashioned. My 89-year-old mother-in-law, who uh, I think is a regular listener on the podcast, uh, is in a facility where she has her own apartment, and, but they serve meals in a central dining hall, like a restaurant. And then if she needs more help, there's a middle ground, and then there's the what you know the ultimate help for a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what are those facilities called, and, and how did those kind of things develop? To be in a skilled nursing facility, you have to meet a certain medical level of requirement. Assisted living has different levels and abilities that you need to have. But I do want to say, Jonah, one thing that is universal that doesn't change throughout any of the criteria is how you respond to when someone says to you, I need you to do something. That's a universal feeling of importance and when we direct that to our residents no matter what level they're at they do respond so that's what i like about elder act when i say to a resident i need you to do this they work very hard they know they're working for a project for the troops a project for children a project that's going to benefit their community so for them it never gets old and as we said louise in the first half of the show you keep these folks actively involved physically and mentally it helps not only the, with people that the service projects but are aimed to help. it helps our communities. And it helps them. It keeps them alive, yes. keeps them better quality living. Now, Roger, this is a terrific idea that you and Louise have come with, up with Eldrack. Is this something that's around the Rotary world, or is it sort of getting out there a little well, bit at a time? It was already on the legislative agenda, and it's about to be on the second one. Explain what that, that is, by the way. With, of Rotary, In, specifically. Rotary International yes. has 535 delegates, 535 districts that represent clubs, like District 7210 has roughly 65 clubs in it. There's 535 districts. They each get one representative to vote on anything on a legislative agenda. Elder Act has been on it once, and the first time around, we got over 120 delegates to vote yes, and the next time, we're hoping to get the two-thirds majority so that it can become another level of service, Rotary International Worldwide. So we're very close. We are. We, it and was it amazing. started here in District 7210. Right. That's right. Just yeah. like Rotary started in Chicago with a few fellows getting together for lunch, now we have 1.2 million members around the world uh, from the German idea of these two wonderful people, Roger Risco and uh, Luis Cortuccio. We now have uh, the, the very burgeoning of a worldwide movement to help seniors, uh, you know, Keep active, keep on the ball, and keep in the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, and to help that, I just want to add yeah. Helen Riesler is a contributor to the Rotarian Magazine is working on an article that's going to be coming out just before that to muster oh, great. interest and to support. Kind of and of course, Helen, let that know. Yes, she's absolutely. Helen, she was at our radio. inauguration also. Yes, she's part yes, of our many times. She's uh, right. part she's, of our radio Rotary right. team, as is Roger here. So. So when do you have time to sleep, Roger, between the <laughs> teaching and the Rotary and being on part of Rotary, Radio Rotary and Elder Act? I make sure I'm in bed by 2 every night. <laughs> <laughs> every morning, I mean, 2 a.m. Oh, uh, right. So we're, we're in tune Radio Rotary, folks. Our guests are Roger Risco, a Rotarian, and Luis Cartuccio, also Rotarian. We're talking about Elder Act for seniors, keeping seniors involved in Rotary, even if they are in uh, skilled nursing facilities or other facilities of that nature. Now... You're a member of which club, Roger? Poughkeepsie Arlington, newly merged. Was, was Poughkeepsie one of the oldest in the district, if not the oldest, with Arlington. We are now Poughkeepsie Arlington. And when do they meet? They meet every Thursday at Christo's at 12 noon. So when I leave here, I'm headed there. And, oh, and the food is fabulous. I don't have to ask you how's the food. I I mean, it's Christo's. So. It's wonderful. It's, it's on the golf course. For those of us who enjoy golf, we look out the window uh-huh. and wish we were there great environment. A golf club, in my hand, is a deadly instrument. Louise, what club are you with? I'm with the Wappinger Falls Rotary. We meet every Thursday at 12 o'clock at Longo Bardi's. Also great food. Ah. 
See, Sarah's happy. She's heard so the food is good. How many people are in your club, Louise? Approximately 30. Oh, that's that's mm-hmm. a nice size. It's a good size. Yeah. So what do you see as the future of uh, Eldorac? Uh, you know, uh, and, and what do you think of saying about the future of Rotary? You're a lifelong Rotarian just about. I mean, you've been with the Rotary many years, Roger Risco. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the young kids covered in high school. We've got the kids in, in, in college, young adults in college covered. Now we're covering seniors. What else can we? Where well, else can we? We've just lowered Rotary? the age. Uh, the legislative agenda took 16 years to get the age of Interact lowered to middle school. So we oh, started. Is that right? We started the first middle school Interact chapter. In fact, we've invited UNICEF to come up. They'll be here next week, and they're going to be talking about school in a box. Now, if folks at home are interested, let's say that you have folks here who are listening who do have people in a nursing facility, skilled nursing facility, something like. Um, a lot, but perhaps not in that general area, and th- thinks that, you know, starting an Elder Act chapter would be a great idea. How can they get more information about that? Definitely can, they can contact the Elant uh, Elder Act, uh, Louise Quartuccio, directly by uh, Googling Elant in Wappingers, or they can uh, just contact Roger Risco at roger.risco uh, at dcboces.org. Give that to us again. Roger.risco, R-I-S-K-O, at dcboces.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we will repeat that before the close of the show. So, Louise, uh, tell us about some of the really rewarding events that you've seen or rewarding uh, interactions you've seen in Elder Act. Why is this so important that we continue to expand this to other facilities such as Alliant? Because our seniors who have lived a full and rich life still want to give back to the community. And my goal for this project would be to see that stereotype that we just take from the community, but we can give back. So if through the course of time and Elder Act clubs, that vision would change and people would see the viability of our seniors, I'd be thrilled. And um, have you really seen people blossom, people who maybe have been withdrawn and, and, and not didn't have that oomph they used to have when they were younger? Suddenly come back, so really how, come back how to about life? that day you gave them the vests? That, uh, we, oh, tell that? all. We gave them the vests. Um, they're beautiful. They're blue. They have an emblem on them. And the residents, we helped put them on. They were beautiful. And they just look so proud to be part of such a group. My favorite story is when we were preparing these hot chocolate packages, I said to one of the residents, Charlie, who had his head down, I said, Charlie, I need you to do quality control. I didn't know that Charlie would even understand the term. I said, you need to count them. He proceeded to pick his head up, counted those packets, did a great job, completely organized. It is amazing what people can do when they have that feeling of being needed. Yeah, everybody wants to be wanted. That's right. Everybody wants to help, especially, uh, you know, you're talking about helping our uh, soldiers and uh, sailors overseas or young people today. Uh, you probably have many veterans who are part of Eldorac, mm-hmm. all right? World War II veterans, mm-hmm. Korean War veterans. Former Rotarians. All right. Widows. Uh, yeah, uh, who are, have grandchildren or children, and they know mm-hmm. what it's like to be in service to the nation or to be a parent, and they want to give back. And through Eldorac, which you are both to be very much congratulated about, they have been given that opportunity. I think so, it's given, excuse me, Jonah, another level to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. All right. And that's the needs of our seniors. So in the minute that we have left, uh, Roger, give us your contact information again if people sure. want to either have somebody join uh, Elder Act where it is now or start one in another place. Sure. You can call BOCES at 486-4800. That's in the 845 area code. Or email me at roger.risco at dcboces.org. Jonah. Well, Rotarians, Luis Cartuccio and Roger Risco, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. 
And thank tell, you. All right. Thank you. And tell us, Sarah O'Connell, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Newburgh, New City, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, our engineer, Jay Bersey, and our producer, the boss lady, Betty Renner, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Thank you.